What's going on, everybody? It's the Macchiato Podcast. Welcome back. I'm Carmel Macchiato, a.k.a. Raj, and we are here on another beautiful Thursday. I'm chilling with you. You know, I'm literally quite chilling with you. The weather the past few days have been been pretty sweet. You know, it's been uh, rainy. It's been cold. I'm actually not sleeping that well because I'm getting up to pee once or twice. Uh, but that's okay. I mean, a cold Singapore is always welcome in my books. And okay, so what are we talking about this week? Well, um, I think uh, shit has really changed so much over the decade, you know. 2011 was a completely different universe. And if I remember clearly, a lot of shit that would happen back then, uh, it would shock the shit out of you uh, even today. For example, like uh, I can't use the R word today, right? But 10 years ago, it was fair play to use it fair game to use it anywhere but okay never mind let's see what happened this week uh so i went cycling on sunday yeah i went cycling we the three of us we went to ecp we rented cycles uh we went from ecp until from the cycle shop until singapore sports hub uh because i was craving popeyes and i wanted to get just a normal two-piece you know dude popeyes is to me, honestly, Popeyes is the best fried chicken out there, right? And my friends were like, eh, Jollibee's better. I'm like, ah, maybe. I had Jollibee's two years ago, and it was okay, but I don't know. Uh, for me, I love Popeyes. I love the way it's the crisp, and then when you have cheese with the fries, it goes so well with the ketchup and chili they give, and the Pepsi is just, it comes together. It's, it's perfect, man. I love it. Huge Popeyes guy. Uh, and then... On the way back home, I managed to get this new microphone that you are hearing right now. And I got a microphone stand from Shopee because um, it's it's uh, it's about 10 bucks and it comes from China. And I ordered it a couple of days before and they actually shipped it very fast. And for $10, it's working great. Um, after cycling and showering and getting the microphone uh i I was with uh, my girl at that point we went to the national gallery right because it was free admission for uh citizens yeah free admissions but then like you know we didn't really look at any of the exhibits or anything because i I don't i I don't care that much you know there was a huge ass portrait of sir stamford raffles right and then my girl was like you know he he was actually a bit of a dick i said what do you mean a white colonizer was a dick? How's that possible? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was actually pretty, like, oppressive and shit. Yeah, so he's a, just not a very good founder. And I'm like, eh, well, <clears throat> nobody in this world is a good person, you know? We're all just a mixture of good actions and bad actions, some selfish, some selfless. Um, but, okay. Do you know that Raffles was a cunt? I said, what? She said, yeah, Raffles was a cunt. Whoa. Maybe you should tell the people who study history and then they are thinking, you know, in primary school history, you think like Raffles is the coolest dude ever. You think Raffles, Sangila Utama is all like coolest dudes ever, you know, because they, they discovered something. And then when you're a primary school kid, you're like, oh, maybe one day I'll discover something too, you know, and then they will make a school in my name. Yeah. 
Uh, but we just stayed in the first floor, went to the history exhibit. It was good because uh, the, the National Gallery of the Museum is basically a library where you can talk because there's good aircon, it's free, right? You just need to find a bunch of seats and then we just sat down and we just had a nice chat. It was a surprisingly, it's like an unplanned but still romantic and sweet date. And she told me about her job because she got a new job and she told me, and it's, a, it's a weird thing, the her hours are weird. She will start in the afternoon and then she'll end at night. Uh, but, you know, she's going to figure it out. And I, I've noticed one thing. She So she comes home so late. But at the at the period of time from like, let's say, 7 to 10, she's still working. Um, so her mind is still buzzing. She's high energy, right? But I'm already winding down. So when she's telling me about what's going on, the, the messages go ping, 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 ping. But... I it takes me some time to process them and then at nighttime is when she's the funny one. Her jokes, her wit is so quick, it is like it's like a snake bite, just like right? And I'm the poor pig who is just in coma waiting to die because she just slays me with her quick wit. Yeah. But you know, that's good. You know, I'll take care of the morning, she'll take care of the nighttime. Uh, we just took a seat in front of a bunch of portraits of uh, apparently just you know, just a bunch of white dudes, you know, old white dudes with all their medals and the tiger skin rug, you know. And I just did some voices, you know. Oh, I see, good fellow. Have you been to Penang? Yes, sire. Yes, Penang is quite wonderful. I heard there's a lot of uh, courtesans. And the third guy's like, did somebody say courtesans? I want courtesans. Oh, shit. Not not Douglas. Get out of here. So, yeah, it's always fun to insert voices into portraits of men who are much more rich and accomplished than I will ever be. But, okay, but I, I don't know how much of it is, you know, I'm sure they worked for it to some degree, but sometimes you just need to be born in the right womb. Yeah. Oh, they managed to raise uh, $3 million for that kid. Uh, I was going around on Instagram. There's this kid who uh, needed some medicine, and then the medicine, the medication cost $3 million. And so they put it out on IG, and then money started pouring in. They they reached the target like way before their goal. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Faith in humanity. I don't, mm, I'm not entirely sure because, yes, we helped this one kid, but then there's. It, it doesn't mean that we're perfect. Um, I don't know. Uh, but I will say that, okay, so this shows that social media has some benefit. There is some um, pros to it because you can reach a whole bunch of people who are on the app all the time. And then if you use the picture of a cute kid, you might guilt trip some people to uh, send some money. Yeah. Yeah. But when you... But Instagram is strange because, you know, uh, I feel like no one really cares. Everyone's just playing their own uh, single-player campaign mode. Like, you can you, you, you can post something, right? You can post something, but then it's like, I, I feel like no one really cares. Um, so, why w- I feel like, why would I communicate something to people who are generally apathetic. Like the reason they watch your stories or posts is because they are bored. They're trying to kill time or they're 
avoiding something they actually have to do you know so you're a you're like a dopamine band-aid or something you know because i mean yeah i, I used to see i i work out a little bit and i used to post uh some shirtless selfies and stuff like that because i was pretty proud of uh, what i have you know and when you when you post something like this you know you got an a on your test or you cook something for yourself or some something that you know you feel like it's, it's an accomplishment so you have a sense of accomplishment and you share it you you secretly want a bunch of people to be like whoa so cool way to go neato burrito dude i keep thinking that store is called a uh, love burrito you know so i'm like oh dude i'm hungry let's go to love burrito my girl's always like it's a clothing place ah shit shit and never mind i told her okay let's just stuffed um yeah so when you want you secretly want people to adore the shit out of you because you know everybody's desperate um that's not what you're gonna get right you're not gonna get a whole bunch of emojis or likes or whatever nonsense yeah you get one reply from a guy and he thinks it's hilarious so he's just gonna roast you but it's not even a clever roast you know it's something about i don't know you just say like haha you have a big nostril <laughs> it's it's never even part of it's not it's never even related to what you're posting uh that's how it is wow that's amazing you inspire me dude nope none of that none of that but that's what that's what you want but you know it doesn't happen no one cares man really no one really cares and i mean you can also think about it this way because no one cares neither should you you know why why do you give a shit when no one's giving you a shit you know just i know then society is going to kind of devolve into you know a lot of apathy and you know maybe you're going to become a misanthrope but hey it's it's logical <laughs> this uh this girl guys i'm really sorry every story i say starts with the words uh, this girl it's not like i'm some player okay? i'm just i'm just so feminine that i have female friends so I, this is not a flex it's it's not and besides when when i get into the story you'll realize like yeah it's, he, this guy's really not flexing uh, so she texted me. She got some uh, award or some something, you know. Um, so she actually texted, and we're not that close. Uh, but she texted me, and I said, yeah, "Of course, you know, to to, to, to kind of be a polite person, not a good person, polite person, right? Because you know my intentions are not so well-meaning, you know." I just congratulated her. I'm like, yeah, cool, woohoo, you know. Send some emoji with blowing a party popper, right? The that one. Um, it's like, but in my mind, I'm like, dude, I'm I'm happy for you, but nobody gives a fuck, you know. That should be the title of today's episode because it's like a lesson in life. You know, summarize your life in one sentence. I'm happy for you, but I don't give a fuck. 
I'm happy for you for like, I'll give you like five seconds, 5.3 seconds, right? After that, I'm going to go do my own shit because I don't give a fuck. And you probably don't give a fuck about me too. So, you know, stop being so self-involved. I think, you know why this happens? When you're a kid, you know, and you draw a picture of a rainbow or you sing Smack That by Akon, your parents will be like, oh my God, so cute. You're Picasso, you're Madonna, you're A.R. Rahman. You know, they, they just, your parents are going to put you on a pedestal, which is normal for them. It's expected. It's fine. Um, but then you grow up, you know, you hit your 20s, your mid 20s. And then you realize that, wow, when I put something out in the world, you get double ticked, you get seen, you get gray ticked, you know, or like someone from your JC days saw your story, but like you guys have never spoken for like eight years. Yeah, it's been eight years since JC. Um, you know, and they only watch like the first story, they'll skip the rest. You know, you know why? Nobody gives a fuck. It's the fact of life, dude. But uh, you should also not give a fuck, okay? When you realize that nobody gives a fuck, right? First of all, it's going to bring down your anxiety, right? And then it's going to dial up your depression. But then your depression is going to come down as well. Because even if you mess up, right? Even if you're a complete dog shit loser, nobody gives a fuck. Like nobody's watching you. So, you know, you can do what you want. You can do something with yourself. You're not the star of the show, man. You know, you're not the star of the show. Everybody thinks that, like, life is a movie and then, you know, you're the hero or heroine, right? Um, no. In, in reality, like, reality, you, you, I'm sure you've taken a crowded train, right? That's that's what life is. Everybody is smushed together in this crowded train. You're surrounded by a hundred people that you don't care about, you've never met, and you'll probably never meet. Um, you might not even see any of them again in your life, right? But you're all in this train, and you're all headed in some direction, right? Maybe death, maybe old age, maybe sickness. <laughs> but. But before, before anything like that, you know, everybody's just, that's really dark. Okay, let me change that joke. Everybody's riding this crowded train just waiting to get off. Okay, that's better. It's not a conscious thing though, you know. People don't specifically decide to ignore the shit that you put up. It's not like I look at your shit and I decide that it's, you know, beneath me. It's not worthy of my attention and then I just fucking... Bye. It's not like that. It uh, unless you know, unless it's uh, uh, yeah, unless it's really pointless. You know, if it's a picture of a bun that you're gonna eat later, that's that's. I, I feel like demonizing it because that's that's of no value to it. That's that goes fifteen seconds of my life that I'm never getting back. Yeah. So. You know, I'm happy for you, but nobody gives a fuck. You don't even deserve a reply. That's what I realized. You know, I do this, I do this podcast, and then like 
you know, I get one message and, you know, it makes my day. But then, like, now there could be so many hundred people who see the story or whatever and then they don't just they don't tell me about it you know and i'm not saying don't share your good news um okay actually I'm, I, I kind of am um share it to somebody who gives a shit you know tell your parents and then stop that you know tell your parents and then stop that i think I think that's a good way to wrap up uh, this little rant. Just realize that you know, this is this is the moment you become an adult when you realize that nobody cares. So my mom is uh, telling me all kinds of stories, and it's actually very entertaining. My mom's my mom is hilarious, dude. She got uh, she's really into this. Uh, there's this. I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory, but there's, there's this murderer called Christian Bale. Um, this was 2007, 2005. So what happened is this guy killed a dude and then the police couldn't find the murderer at all. But then the murderer wrote a book. He wrote a book which details the murder precisely. And the police came across this copy, came across some copy of the book, and they were like, Holy shit! This murder is so detailed. It, there's some, there's some evidence and details that only the murderer could have known, and then that's how they caught the murderer. He, dude, he's so smart, but then he's so dumb. How do you do that? You be Polish. That's how you do it. Anyway, they caught him, and then they had a second hearing down the road a little bit, and then turns out that uh, he was writing a second book and he had plans to murder another dude so this guy just i don't know man he's, he's just like you know those guys who can study very well and they do so well in life right but then they have no common sense like this guy <laughs> if it's you could, see you could have either murdered it murdered the guy and shut up or you could have not murdered the guy and then wrote a book right you could have done either one but you had to do both you had to do both yeah so you know, my mom is fascinated by that because, you know, you can never decide if somebody's a genius or an idiot when they do something like that. It's kind of a depends on the day. Depends on the day. Yeah. She's a teacher too. Um, she's a childcare teacher and she was telling me this story about uh, this kid. Um, so this kid was putting his finger in the door hinge, right? And then my mom just scolded him, like, don't do that because when the door closes, it's going to hurt real bad, right? And then the kid decided to rebel against what his teacher said, right? So he put his, he put like four fingers, right, into the door hinge at home. And his mom came home and just fucking, and he had a bunch of fractures, bleeding. He had to put metal in it, right? He had to put him on anesthetic. And this kid is so metal that he he came back from the hospital laughing. And like even when my mom was doing the whole I told you so kind of routine, right? This kid was like gangster as fuck. He was like, it's cool. It's like I got through it, you know. So my mom was ranting this to me and she was so pissed off. But then I had to make it worse. So I asked her a stupid question. Was it his left hand or right hand? And she was like, what the fuck? What, what, what difference does that make? I mean like, well, you know, you can still 
study if he's you know if his left hand is the one that's injured and then he's he's right handed right and she's like okay yes but you you're focusing on the wrong part of the problem which is true can you imagine a fucking door just jeez oh man man my mom's cool my mom is the embodiment of uh, no not my mom this kid is the embodiment of nobody gives a fuck like even he doesn't give a fuck he's he's like i don't know how old he is but he's going to grow up with this like damn metal story you know i don't know how bad his hand is but i don't know uh if he can recover or to what he can he can recover but he doesn't give a fuck my kids are like that when i was a kid i was like that also yeah and you grow up and you realize your parents are right your teachers are right that's i i i realized that like i didn't like my teachers but then they were right so oh well it's going to be a never ending battle right because uh, uh, those jobs you know these I, i call these like scolding jobs right if you're a teacher or if you're like a regular in the army or like a fitness instructor right you know these are scolding jobs you spend a huge portion of your job just scolding somebody doesn't really want to be there um you know the other you know maybe you actually wanted to do something else with your life but then you had no choice but to get into this scolding job at some point you were thinking like oh man i i hope i don't end up in that job and i'm no knock on these you know every job is a good job I me mean, at least you're getting some money and you're feeding yourself so you i'm not saying that you know you're an idiot or you have no value but i'm just it's like i just noticed that there are there's, there's actually a genre of jobs called scolding jobs and it's it's strange because people get confused with their ego and their responsibility um anything can happen you know um am i in a scolding job if i i mean what i what do i do on stand up i do scold people but you know i i scold one guy and then everybody else in the bar laughs so i don't know I I love I love what I do. I love uh stand up and I love podcasting. So I don't think it's uh a second choice or kind of thing, you know. I mean, I do have a a day job kind of thing. Like I I told you guys last episode I'm a grad student. Uh the reason I'm even recording this right now today morning is because uh in in grad school the lectures are uploaded at sorry, the lectures are from 6:30 to 9:30 p.m. and my mind like I told you earlier in this episode my mind is not working I'm, I'm my girl would probably do very well in attending master's lectures um but I can't do it so I'm a morning person so I just wait for the lectures to be uploaded in the morning and then I watch them but then my lecture last night has not been uploaded yet and I had some time to kill I had some coffee in my system and I thought okay let's just let's just get this out of the way you know then maybe i'll go uh watch the lecture maybe print my notes run through the notes that kind of thing you know cuz get busy living or get busy dying right you know we you got to do something with your life you know doesn't you may not have some sort of concrete plan right but you if you're moving in some direction maybe the goal would manifest when you're halfway there you know kind of like you're aiming an arrow at 
you, you can't see the target, but you kind of know the direction of the target, and you fire it, and then as the arrow gets closer and closer to where you were aiming, the target appears. So it's kind of like that. Okay, so that's about it for today's episode. Um, I'm trying to see how I can fuse the high quality audio of this new microphone that I got with the video that I recorded on my iPhone. I hope it works out. Um, and then I'll try some clips or, I don't know, see how I can put it in my IGTV and stuff like that. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I really like it when you guys kick it with me in this podcast and when you message me that, you know, you enjoyed something or not. Uh, one compliment that I really love getting is, you know, I feel like when you're talking to me, this is the kind of things you would say. So it's like, it really feels like I'm talking to you. Yeah. And it, I'm going to be honest with you guys, like listening is actually the most difficult thing in the world. When you listen to someone drone on and on and on, and like I said earlier, you know, title of this episode, nobody gives a fuck. But you decide to give a fuck, man. It's challenging. It's difficult. And it's a superpower. Listening is a superpower. And I'm very thankful that you listen to even one second of this podcast means immensely to me. Um, that's it for today's episode, man. Uh, hope we can stay friends and you can tell me if you like it, if you don't like it, whatever. Or you can just listen quietly. I don't give a fuck. But yeah, nobody does. Peace.